Good evening, everybody. Um, I want to welcome you to our 2019 State of the School address. If I get this mic out of my eyeballs. Um, so, back in the summer before this school year started, I was having a conversation with uh, a parent, and um, I don't remember um, the particular parent this, this evening, but we were having a conversation about the upcoming school year, and we were talking about what was going to maybe transpire, what I thought was going to happen this school year, and I said I really thought this was the year where Liberty Tech was going to kind of come into our own. This was the year where you know, some of the things that we wanted to have happened in years before could really start to happen. That we would take some big next steps in our journey. Um, and so, um, I told him, I said, I think this would be the, the year that we kind of come into our own. Not perfect, not everything figured out, but that we would really kind of cross a threshold um, and start to become um, that school that we had always envisioned ourselves at being. And so tonight, as we go through this evening, um, that's really kind of the thing. It's kind of coming into our own. And so you're gonna hear a lot tonight from several different presenters about ways in which Liberty Tech this year has really come into our own. Um, so first up on that docket is gonna be one of our board members, Mr. Kenneth Hamner, who's gonna talk with you about the topic that I know that is on a lot of people's hearts and minds because we get phone calls about it all the time, and that's our progress on our pre-K. So at this time, Mr. Hamner, if you will come up, I'll share with you every game. Thank you, Principal Stewart. Uh, my name is Ken Hamner, uh, Vice President of the Board. And uh, we are very excited to announce that the Board is formally pursuing uh, launching a pre-K program uh, that will be publicly funded. Um, we are anticipating the launch of this program would happen in the 2020-2021 school year. Uh, the Board's uh, been doing a lot of work behind the scenes, uh, and we've already accomplished a number of initial uh, first steps. Uh, first of all, we've already identified and secured the classroom space. Uh, the classroom would be located over by the kindergarten and first grade area right now. Um, we've also selected an area to build a dedicated playground area uh, for the pre-K pro program, which is required by the state. Um, we've also evaluated the financial feasibility of uh, launching this program, and that all looks good. Um, and as well, we've also identified all the required trainings that would be necessary for this. And we've accomplished a lot more uh, steps. So, again, we've accomplished already quite a bit, but there's still more to be done. Um, for example, we actually have to construct the outdoor play area. Um, we also have to complete the application and all of its uh, necessary requirements. Um, and then we have to apply for a program. Right now, that's tentatively scheduled to happen in January of 2020. And decisions uh, uh, in terms of who will be granted a charter for the pre-K program uh, would be granted in spring of 2020. And then as well, um, after, uh, if we are able to achieve and get the, the charter and be approved for the program, uh, we would have an open enrollment uh, uh, with a separate lottery uh, for at least 22 spots. So, still some work to be done on this, uh, but we're all really excited about this. If you're interested in helping uh, the board uh, get this program up and running, and if you have any additional questions, feel free to reach out to me. Uh, my email address is kenneth.hamner at libertytechcharter.org. And thank you so much. Um, so I know that we've had lots of questions about pre-K, and I think that we're getting one step closer as was telling us about. Um, one of the most, I think, magical things about the State of the School Address is when we get to hear from our students. Um, when we get to hear from those students who are um, doing the work every day and are here and putting in the hard work. And so first up on our docket, we're going to introduce a, um, one of our second grade students to you. Ms. Chloe Washington is going to come up and she's going to share for you, okay? Let's please welcome Chloe. She was just what I needed. She made me feel so relaxed. She's caring, 
enthusiastic, and loves to teach us. Also, during my first week at Liberty Tech Charter School, I heard about a gifted program. I knew this was the program for me, but since I was new, I was worried that I might miss out this year. My parents said a good teacher would recognize my, my learning abilities and make the recommendations. They were right. That's exactly what happened. I was tested for the talents and gifted program, and yes, I made it in. My transition to Liberty Tech Charter School has been a success. I really enjoy the challenging math that we do in Ms. King's class and learning how to write in Ms. White's class. It's so much fun because she teaches us a lot of alliterations to use. I really enjoy all the fun things like slime and steam class, and Mr. Patrick's music class is one of my favorites. Second grade is almost complete for me, and I'm looking forward to a third grade year just as awesome. Another interesting and beneficial thing about LTCS 
is that every day we have a 30-minute block set aside for extra help, studying, and retaking quizzes. The teachers are always ready to help you if you have a problem or don't understand something. Liberty Tech also offers a unique opportunity for middle school students to move ahead if they excel in ELA and math. This keeps us challenged and memorable. Our ELA and math classes are also separated boys in one class and girls in another, which potentially decreases drama and keeps us more focused. <laughs> in the past two years, LTCS has also added a sports program for the sixth through eighth grade. In the fall, there's cheerleading and a girls and boys basketball team. And in the spring, a co-ed soccer team. This year, the girls basketball team, the Lady Mavericks, competed in the playoffs and the semifinals, ranking in the top four teams for the season. I was really excited about the support we got from the school. Teachers, parents, and students showed up to our Friday night games in Atlanta to cheer us on every time. Liberty Tech is one of a kind. I love this school, and I will be sad to leave after eighth grade. But until the time comes, I will continue to learn and grow. Thank you.
next up this um, evening is our next student presenter. Um, and it doesn't take long speaking with this young man to uh, make you feel like you're way out of your league at that moment. Um, he speaks with an intelligence and a demeanor that is well, above, well beyond his, his age. Um, please welcome Daniel Odebor from fifth grade.
So we didn't want to rest on our laurels, though, so we also wanted to look at some of the opportunities that we had for growth. So these are all the points that we lost and how we're trying to close those gaps because we do believe that we can perform at 100% in every single one of those criteria. So in academics, the points that we lost were for the closing the gap. So looking at the gap that exists between different ethnicities and underprivileged and how do you shrink that gap. This is probably the one that we put in more work than any of the other ones, honestly, in trying to think about how do we close that gap. So you can see that there's a number of initiatives that we've gone after that included uh, adding a gifted class, adding in enriched learning for folks that are close to that gifted level, changing math labs, uh, middle school supplemental times. There have been a lot of changes and when Principal Stewart gets into some of the math testing, uh, hopefully everybody else can start to see that some of those things we believe are making a real, dif a real difference and an impact in those areas. So in finance, the one thing that we lost points were for, as, as Esther talked about, you know, there's the unrestricted cash that we look at. And if you look at the trend from the beginning of the school, that number has been slowly and steadily growing, but to get to 75 days, it, it's a journey. So the school continues to operate very fiscally frugal um, and making sure that their expenditures are always needed and necessary so that we can grow that unrestricted cash balance. Um, we, we were debating whether or not we thought we would hit it next year. I don't think we can fully say that, hey, we're gonna hit it next year, but we can say that our trend is positive and we're moving in that direction. And then operations, which again, has been the one that we, we've done the most growing, we still have the most to grow in. Um, we have lost, or we have an opportunity to improve um, the finance, finance insurance. So the money that our bank account had, or all of our money sits in an account that was insured as a standard individual account, which is capped at 250000 Since we had more than 250000 in the account, we had uninsured funds, which is what they dinged us for. So we did uh, find a government program that allows us to have a higher cap, so we, we believe we've corrected that problem, which is the, the one area that we need to grow in. Uh, we lost a point for our lottery policy. We did have a fully compliant lottery policy in practice. The way we were executing it was fully correct, but our policy didn't make it totally clear that we were following, you know, we were doing it correct. So we had to get our policy updated to match the way that we were executing. So it was a policy change, which we've made, um, we also lost a point for uh, scoliosis testing, so we instituted some scoliosis testing. Uh, we had an opportunity to improve our data privacy, so we've made that policy change as well to incorporate their comments. And then we also had a check writing policy that needed to be amended to match what the state expects. So at this point, we believe we have a plan to cover all of those gaps to try and continue the, the excellent performance that we've had and improve on it. So, Again, congratulations to uh, Mr. Stewart and to the staff for all their hard work in getting us to where we are today. In, in a few days, in a matter of a couple of years, getting to where we are uh, as one of the higher performing state charter schools in a matter of two years, uh, very impressive. So kudos to them. So next up on our agenda for the evening um, is a staff speaker, and I always ask one of our staff members to, to share a little bit about their experience. Um, oftentimes when staff members come to Liberty Tech, they feel they say they feel like a first-year teacher all over again, um, that they're starting from square one because it's so different. Um, and a lot of our a lot of our staff members will talk pretty candidly about their growth and their development over the course of time of being here. Um, and I think this teacher is no different. I think she has a very powerful story to share about her three years of being at Liberty Tech. So at this time, please welcome Miss Allie Thorne. Several years ago, 
I looked into the world of education, dreaming that I could find a place where I could create this learning environment that I saw for my students. Upon meeting Mr. Stewart, prior to the founding year of Liberty Tech, I instantly knew that I had found a vision that I was excited to work and fight for. In the first few years of making this vision a reality, I've become more and more inspired to become the best that I can be for these students that I serve. They're the future, and creating this place, Liberty Tech, where students can become real-world thinkers, problem solvers, and well-rounded individuals, has done nothing but fuel my passion to impact the future generations. As a teacher, I feel so fortunate to look forward to coming to work every day. Students at Liberty Tech are motivated, hardworking, and dedicated. I spend my days helping them wrestle with rigorous learning and watch as they take great pride in their work. We solve difficult problems together and become well-rounded individuals. Watching them grow and strive to become better gives me so much encouragement. They make me proud of what I do. In fact, one of the proudest moments that I felt as a teacher is standing back on exhibition night and watching my students confidently take the stage and show off their learning. Seeing them shine inspires me, knowing that they've truly taken charge of their learning and constructed something beautiful with it. Furthermore, this incredible process is a daily event at Liberty Tech. Every day, I'm in awe and so proud of these young people. Liberty Tech is a unique and beautiful place. Not many schools can boast such ownership over learning and motivation to create such inspired work. Liberty Tech students are one of a kind, and I'm honored to be a part of the incredible work being done here. Thank you. We also have some upcoming events. 
which April 13th, we are having a movie night. We haven't had one in a while here. And um, we wanted to do that to just kind of thank our family and friends for the support that they have given us. Um, there will be one PG movie in the um, gym, and then we'll have a G movie in the cafeteria. As the event gets closer, we'll reveal the names of the movies. Um, and well, they both will be something that are our current movies that the kids and families, I'm sure, will enjoy. And the next thing that we have, August 24th, is, um, like I said, the golf tournament. And we have a lot of other things that we're working on, which are the helping our teachers to um, add on more donors choose projects so that we can get our name not only out into the local community, but other states as well. And as you may have seen, we've had several of those projects funded thanks to the help of our resident expert on donors shoes, Mr. Willis. Um, we've been getting funding from other people um, outside of the state of Georgia on those, and many of our teachers have been able to get um, resources in their classrooms for our students that we would have, we would not have gotten with the other grants and funds that we have. So. Hopefully, um, as our committee continues to grow, we'll be able to branch out and do more things. And if anyone is interested in helping on the committee, please email us at development.livingtakecharter.org. Staying right in line with the development committee and the events that have taken place and the strategy that's taken place with development, um, we wanted to provide you an update with our biggest area of development, and that was what was provided to us as a result of the Charter School Implementation Grant, or the CSP grant. If you remember, we were awarded up to a $775,000 reimbursement plan, um, but we thought that a unique way of showing the things that have done and the things that are still coming to do would be better in video format. So at this time, I want to ask you to direct your attention to the screen as we start the video to talk about our CSP grant.
this year, we've accomplished a lot. There's been a lot that has taken place. Um, and I just want to paint a picture for you for a second of three years ago. So three years ago, when I was interviewing staff to come work for Liberty Tech, I was doing it in a coffee shop because we didn't have a building to hold interviews in. They were meeting me in a Starbucks in Peachtree City for our first round of interviews because we didn't have a building, we didn't have a place to show them. It was, hey, we're gonna get a building. We're, we're gonna move into it before the start of the school year. I promise. Um, but right now we have a coffee shop. I'll get you a cup of coffee um, if you would like. Um, I also wanna tell you that day one when our staff reported that first year, um, there was about $150 in our checking account. I didn't tell them that, that when they reported day one that there was $150 in our checking account because we had not received our first payment from the state of Georgia yet. And it wouldn't come for three more weeks. So they worked for three weeks with $150 in our checking account. Um, <clears throat> our first year, um, as many of you know, we spent a full Saturday moving, moving broken donated furniture around this building that the county didn't want anymore because it was half falling apart and was damaged and pretty old. <laughs> um, so we spent a whole Saturday trying to move those things around and, and to create this friendly place that students would enjoy coming even though we didn't have the top of the line, the best stuff. We hadn't, you know, we just didn't have all the bells and whistles. But we did that under the guise that it didn't require bells and whistles. That learning didn't require all of the latest and greatest. Of course, in the back of our mind was, what could we do if we had? What could we do if we had this? Or what could we do if we had that? And so one of the things that we committed to over these first three years is being extremely, extremely fiscally responsible so that we could create room to be able to do things um, for our students and for our staff members. Um, and one of those methods was to go after that CSP grant. And the CSP grant has truly been a, a game changer for us. Um, and I, I do attribute a lot of our success this year to the financial burden that was relieved as a result of the CSP grant. Um, and so I just want to talk a little bit, um, talk a little bit more tonight about where we've gotten to. Because I want to take you back to that initial conversation that I had with our parent over the summer and said, hey, I think this is the year we're going to come into our home. Um, so I just want to kind of mention a few things to you. Um, this year's seen a number of changes. One, we totally redid exhibition night this year. Many of you noticed. Um, it was no longer just come and stand in a stuffy hallway and you can't see anything, you can't hear anything, you can't even move because you're all in just one corner of a hallway. We decided to, let's have a theme like Alice in Wonderland and let's all dress up like a bunch of crazy people and act out these parts from this novel and let's have a moving tour the entire, the entire night. And over and over and over again, I heard, man, this was the best one we've had yet. It was, it was amazing. It was this, this the entire school going toward one vision, one mission, one thing, and it went very seamlessly. <clears throat> so we've learned and we've grown and we've gotten better. I still remember the first exhibition night where I invited uh, Mayor Dan Langford from the town of Brooks and he was standing there and I think he was getting a little claustrophobic and he left and said, uh, 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 I can't be in the tight space for that long. Um, so we, we've made some changes. We've come a long way with exhibition night. Um, we've made a lot of fiscal upgrades to our building. You know, in K through five, there, I mean, it seems like a small thing, but they're all sitting on brand new seating. Well, it makes a difference when you're sitting in your math class and your rear end is being pinched by the cracked seat that you're sitting in versus I've got a new comfortable seat that I can sit in. That, that makes a difference, right? Um, in a very few short months, every single classroom in our entire building will have new seating, new tables, right? In three, 
nothing to that. Um, we've renovated a commons area. We've kind of brought, brought our library out of the dark ages into something that is warm and friendly lately. We have a major um, curriculum and space renovation happening in our STEAM lab as we speak. They, the science and STEAM teachers have been undergoing training for the last two days on how, what to do with all this brand new curriculum and stuff that, that, we've, that we have. Um, we're, we're changing the feel of our building. And why do we want to do that? It's because we do believe that it supports the learning for the students, that it gives them something that they don't have to think about. We've got a comfortable, safe place to, to be involved in our learning. Um, you know, we've increased drastically this year the amount of technology that is in our building. Um, there are very few schools in this state that can say every student has a Chromebook, every classroom has a 75-inch interactive panel, every single classroom has a document camera, every single classroom has an LCD projector. Those are, those are major, major technology offerings inside of the classroom. But to do that, we, we not only could just buy the devices, we realized we had, a tech, we had an IT infrastructure that couldn't hold it. So we had to completely upgrade and revamp our entire IT system to be able to support all of these changes that we were putting in place. Um, very early in the year this year, I was asked by parents at a, a coffee and conversations, hey, are we going to take field trips? And all this and I said, well, there's a challenge with field trips. We, we don't have buses. It cost me like $1,000 every day I want to bring a bus in, and that's really tough. But our staff did not let that get in the way. They said, well, let's just rethink what field trips are. And instead of going out, let's bring people here. And I've been trying over the last couple weeks of counting all the field trips or field lessons, as we would call them. And I realized that over the course of this year, we've had 38 field lessons in the various grades. So 38 different times, somebody has come into our school and given our students an experience that most schools have to travel and spend you know, five or six days outside of the, the school building to get that experience, right? Um, along with that, um, we've kind of signed on our first, I would call it a corporate sponsor. I mean, we've got Canon, of all people, following our school and our classroom because of the work that's going on with Mr. Willis and all of his production. <laughs> I think you know you, you, you've, you know, you've kind of arrived when a company like Canon starts following you on your Twitter handle, right? I mean, that's a pretty big, that's a pretty major deal, but that's, I was pretty impressed. Um, <clears throat> with all of those additions and things of that nature, what we didn't want to do was we didn't want to lose sight of how is this impacting student achievement, student growth, what we're doing in our classrooms. We don't need a bunch of nice things just to have nice things. We need to know that all of these things that we're doing over the course of this year are making a difference where it matters with learning and in the classroom. Um, and so when I really talk about coming into our own, all of these things are great and wonderful and they look great and I know it's a lot more comfortable to sit in these chairs than it was the old chairs and all, but really coming into our own is not about any of these things. Coming into our own is what happens inside of the classroom. It's the work that is being produced inside of the classrooms and it's the results that happen as a result, as the results that come about um, in part of that work, right? And so I think the next slide is the thing that I really want to show you because I think it, the proof is in the pudding when you talk about what is happening in the classroom. And so with that, I'm gonna put this slide up, and I'm going to take the mic off here because you know I can't stand in one spot for very long. This, I, I think that what you're, what you're going to see on this slide is pretty remarkable. Um, we take the map assessment three times every year. We track our students' progress from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. <clears throat> And on a national average, it says that half of your students should meet their year-end growth goal. It assigns them a growth goal from the fall to the spring. It says 50% of your students should meet their growth goal. 50% is exactly normal. I want you 
want you to look at the bottom line of that table for math, for reading, for language usage. For the first time in school history, not only did 50% of our students, more than 50% of our students meet their growth goal, but 60% or more of our students met their growth goal in all three categories. I think some of the work that we have done is paying off. Um, something else that I, I really want to highlight for you, and, and, and I'm not, not ashamed to admit this, but for our first couple of years, we had an Achilles heel with our data. And as I say that, many of you already know what Achilles heel it was. And that was middle school math. For a couple of years, middle school math was an Achilles heel for us. It was probably our our biggest growth opportunity. Well, look at what's happening in middle school math. Look at what's happened this year in middle school math. And I don't know if anybody followed my recent Facebook post, but we also got our Algebra 1 Geometry A students into course test back and found out 100% of them passed. But not just 100% of them passed, 90% of them scored at level three so if I were to revisit that conversation months and months ago about coming into our own, I would say this has been a year where we have come into our own. Does that mean that we're perfect? No. Does that mean that we're getting everything right? Absolutely not. Not by a long shot. Does that mean that we still have growth opportunities? Absolutely. But I'll tell you what else it does mean to me. It means that we have a staff who will look at those growth opportunities, who will create a plan and will work the plan and go after making that plan, see it, seeing it to fruition. And when they do that, they can accomplish amazing things. We have students who will rise to the challenge when those challenges are put in front of them. They will rise when we put the hard work in front of them and that they will perform at the highest levels that we ask of them to perform at. We're seeing that as a trend and that is the reason why I would say yes, undoubtedly, Liberty Tech Charter School has come into their own this year and if I were just to sum it up with one more slide, I think this would be it. <laughs> I mean, that's really that's really all I've got. Like I want to give a really big fist bump and be like, yes, yes, you know. I, I'm extremely, extremely proud of the work that we've accomplished in three years. For those of you who have been with us for three years, you've stuck with us. It's been growing pains at sometimes. It's been learning curves at sometimes. We're still learning. We're still growing. But we are beginning to see the fruit of the labor that we have put in for three years. Um, and I'm really, really excited about the work that has done, that has gone on in our building this year. And I hope that you are too. I hope that you can see in the results and see all of these things, the amazing things that our staff and our students are doing on a daily basis. Um, with that said, um, <clears throat> I do want to thank everybody for being here tonight. And as a small token of my appreciation for being here, we do have um, some cake in the commons area of everybody. And we would greatly appreciate you coming and having some cake with us down in the commons area. We would also love for you to get the opportunity to see some of the changes that we've made to the commons area and the library, because they're brand new. Um, I'm sure Ms. Robinson wouldn't even mind you popping in and looking at the STEAM lab and seeing the work in progress that is in there. I will say that it is a work in progress because its renovation is taking place as Good we day. speak. Um, I just gave her a small heart attack. That's okay. She'll, she'll be okay. Flexibility and out for that. So, <laughs> um, so yes, at this time, really, please join us for some cake. Please take a look at our comments area. Please take a look at the library. See some of the things that are going on. Let's mix and mingle. Have a good time. Thank you for coming out. Tonight.